Well, well, well. <coughs> Good evening, repo men, lizard ladies, and elastic spastics. I come to you with the riveting sequel to last week's tragic drama known as the white plight of the mulleted blonde thunderbolt. So, the 1980s or the 80s were absolutely awesome. Nobody knew what was ahead in this stinking 1990s or 90s. Everything was about to come falling down like a cheaply made sandcastle. Either an absolute rubbish pig tip or a pig tip of rubbish. Either way you looked at it, 1999 rolled in like a roller coaster, and I thought I'd reached my zenith as coke fueled business winner. Oh, I was successful in my hot looks, silky mullet, pink suit, greyhound BMX, gold plated machine gun installation and massive muscles. By late 1989 I was rich, super sexy, extravagantly dressed in dirt pancakes, driving up my fake Ferrari, bribing the cops with one billion dollar bills, being just all round Amazing. I could see the jealousy in people's lives shot and hollow in their burnt out eyes and disgusting faces. Australia had become too small. I wanted to reach the limits, maximise my power, be the best I could ever be and make a career choice which would help me to become a professional oil wrestler. It was time to leave the sun-soaked, cash-drenched shores of this desert island and look to more golden opportunities in a faraway land. There's only one place to go if you want to get out of Australia, and that's America. Growing up as a blonde-haired, bin-headed alien freak that I was, I was keen to excel in a place where all of the winning occurs, where the chips fall as they may, and the ride of fortune reels on its empty heel. Even though I was exceedingly rich in the 80s, Australia, well, rich compared to Fuzzburn who was born on the doll, I knew that I wanted to reach Yankeeville and grow my mullet even more. So, at that time, I hadn't yet bought a ticket, but me and Steve Weizard were driving drunk around the suburbs when all of a sudden, we got into a bit of a drag race with a hotshot in a Porsche. He was wearing sunglasses at night, had a dark, greasy, slick back hair, a white suit, and was listening to Mr. Mister's These Broken Wings. I told Stephen Boy to see where he was going, and to my surprise, he ended up at Essendon Airport on the eastern tarmac. So we drived up to follow him there, but only commercial trucks and limos were going in. Ooh, I was angered by this apparent ease at waltzing through the front gate. Toothless, brainless security wretches, grinning with envy as the white knight in his sleek German speed machine slipped through the front gate. Like a VIP tow carter entering the Hall of Mirrors just after he's torn his career into tatters for trashing his vomit bin 
after 20 minutes of flip-fisting an organism in the back of an Egyptian anti-aircraft cyclops. Johnny Winner, in his Porsche, sped towards the yuppie section of Essendon Airport, while Toadport Vizard and I had to bribe the security guards to let us enter. I tried to tell them I worked for ASIO, the spy organisation, but I had to produce 20 cents worth of petrol in a paperclip for them. How I did that, or didn't, is something that I prefer not to talk about, but it's enough to say that in a trance I followed them like a golden astronaut who jumped out of the Porsche and ran straight into the tarmac and into his Learjet. <clears throat> Johnny Winner dumped his Porsche on the tarmac like it was a violet crumble wrapper. He swaggered towards his Learjet, sunglasses wrapped around his head, around his sexy noggin, walking past the sunset as the song Danger Zone by Billy Crystal blared over the loudspeakers. I started yelling at him, waving and saying, Hey yuppie man, can I ride in your plane? At first I thought he didn't hear me, but I became more jealous than a jealous little girl who has just bought a grand worth of Uzis, making without anything, or any street, or a street gang, or joining, or even wanting to take Melbourne by storm in a bloody revengeful rage. Like the time when Mother took Louis Vuitton economy stokes from the bread room. What a storm it blew up. What a false Czechoslovakian page turner. With soldiers who kept and swept and barely copped it 12 bays and 12 days later until I realised myself as a fake nude hostage, sprinting and tripping into the mall news cameras and cop-hating rifles pointing right at me. As Johnny Winner jumped into his Learjet, like an out-of-control, ethereal guitar solo, he turned his handsome and sinister head around, took his sunglasses off, and yelled over the roar of the glistening jet, I'm going to Texas! Gonna check in and earn me a cool meal! Oh, I stared at him in awe. As the plane started to move onto the abandoned Essendon Airport tarmac, tears filled my eyes. I wanted to be this sexy hunk of success, regardless of Rhino, of Rhino had to murder, who I had to marry, how many times has fallen asleep at the RSL machine gun contest, and who I'm related to in my mind prison. Whichever cell I dwell in, I got a ripping, spine-splitting brainstorming of an idea worthy of idiots. I could see that he left his keys in his Porsche. So the yuppie pre-90s version of the son of GWL jumped into Hitler's REO speedwagon and put the pedal to the death metal. As the lead jet was taking off, I sped like a modern-day speeding maggot on the ice of a faraway planet and heading towards the plane with all the hope, fury and dream chasing worthy of winning the America's Cup. As I got closer, I stood up in the speeding Porsche, chasing the Learjet as my knees steered like a nervous R-rating bullfighter. I was like a movie man. In that moment, I was 
Bruce Willis. I was Sylvester Stallone. I was Hitchcock Adams. I leapt off the Porsche, which careered and exposed into a ball of flames. And as I held onto the open baggage, as my pan suddenly ripped a massive hole where my ass was, I held onto the little door in the back of the plane as it took off. I tried to manoeuvre my great white hulk inside, but I couldn't get my ass in. I ended up with hypothermia as my buttocks showed the world how white and how white and base they are. But I didn't care. I was going to the land of glory, guns, cash and meat. I was going to Texas. I'll complete the next very exciting stage next week with you aging reptiles. Until then, don't crack your slacks. Rob Gell.